Hey, what's up, TIW Mafia? It's the Yeti. I am here, and I've been, like, I just told Matt off air, like, I've been literally waiting for this for almost a year, and um, we're back to where we want to be able to do it, uh, and we're here with Matt Farmer. Man, I'm MLW, Defy, and the guy that brought Flip Gordon to Missoula, Montana. Man, mm-hmm. I, just uh, for everybody that wants to find you as we get into this, um, where, where can we find you and how can we find you out there on social media and directly and indirectly? Well, first off, thank you very much for the introduction. Um, <laughs> you set the bar really high, so we'll make sure we don't hit that ever again. Um, <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You set it way too high. <laughs> way too high. I'm going to let you guys, I'm going to let everybody down right now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Anyways, you could find me, you could find me at Twitter at Matt Farmer 93. Um, you could find me on Facebook, Matt Farmer. I, um, and, uh, shit, I'm probably on Instagram too. I, I don't remember what my thing is there, but you know, social media stuff. You could find me on social media, pretty easy to find, but yeah, I am producer, director, owner, uh, you know, part owner of defy and um i'm also producer agent and everything else with mlw and uh yeah a bunch of other things so yeah i do a lot of work in wrestling yeah and and i preface the missoula show and and you and when you say set the bar like maybe just talk about that show for a minute before i get into the other three the other huge three that sure. I has coming up um plus plus major league wrestling because everybody gives me shit man because pro wrestling does not exist in Montana, even though we are thirsty for it. Like, yeah, you, I mean, you saw it. So just like in a nutshell with, I mean, Matt Riddle, Brian Cage, uh, and the Flip Gordon from Kalispell, Montana. Yeah, Flathead the Brave. Flip like, how, how, what, what were your expectations and how did Missoula deliver? It's really funny because expectations for it were, uh, you know, we didn't set the expectation bar too high just because it was a new town that we'd never been into. And, um, you never know what you're going to get. You know, uh, we were working with guys that we weren't familiar, like, you know, local promoters that we weren't necessarily really familiar with and things like that, but everything turned out great. Um, the show went really well. It was a lot of fun. The crowd was really into it. Everybody seemed to love it. And, uh, overall I thought the show went great, you know? Um, everybody seemed to ever, all the wrestlers that I talked to, they seemed to have a lot of fun that night. So that was good. It was also great to bring flip out there because he'd never had the opportunity to wrestle in Montana before in front of his family. And, you know, his, his grandma was, his grandmother was there. His parents were there and nieces and nephews and cousins and stuff like that. They were all there. So it was great for him to be able to experience that. Yeah, and, and now we get to see the mercenary, and that's, I mean, that's, I think that was what, what part, what sparked me finally to, to get back into this, because we took the break, to, but to finally get back into this was JP is when I saw that poster, and I got mm-hmm. with the promoters, and, and, you know, we were, we were hanging posters from Butte to Billings to, to, to all over the place, because it was, like, I knew in my heart of hearts, this was probably the one time that anybody that was anybody that wanted to see Flip Gordon in Montana, this was the chance. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It might be. I don't know if <laughs> Ring of Honor would have, you know, I, I don't know if Ring of Honor ever intends to go there or, it, you know, I, I 
I could see him signing with WWE and getting a chance to go there. Right, right. But I, know, I guess what I'm saying is, is other people that are fortunate when you get on the East Coast, you, you can see these guys on a weekly basis there. Um, yeah. Fortunate, fortunate up in um, in the Pacific Northwest now with what you're doing with Defy. Um, for people like Philip to to do reviews and and to get in it and tell the crowd exactly what to expect when they come to a Defy show. So there's, it, it's it, to to me this is like the dream come true that mm-hmm. there's um, one. Again, you're setting the bar. You just continue to set the bar at another level. You've got New Japan Pro Wrestling coming to the state of Washington, man. Yeah. Yeah, I that mean, was a really interesting, you know. Um, luckily and thankfully, Defy has built up a reputation. And companies like Ring of Honor or New Japan Pro Wrestling, you know, have um, reached out to work with us. Um, or, you know, in this case, it's a, it's a situation where, where we are helping new Japan pro wrestling come to the state of Washington. And that is, and, and I, I'm going to stop you. And when you say that, I want people that are listening to this podcast to understand that statement, because it's not that new Japan, it, you guys are bringing them here. It's, I can't explain it because it's a lot of behind the scenes scene stuff, but this is a yeah. huge, this is a huge commitment on your part to bring new Japan pro wrestling to the States and introduce it, um, to people that may never actually get the chance to see these guys besides what you're doing right now. It's very true. Very true. Because I mean, new Japan, I mean, yes, they've been to California. They've been to Dallas. They've been to North Carolina and a few other areas. Um, but you know, the Pacific Northwest is, you know, Heck, we just had our first Ring of Honor show last, you know, few months ago. Right. It's not common for outside promotions to come out to the Northwest because we're so far up there, you know. Um, it's a tour. It's like it a tour. You got to plan a tour. You really do. And for New Japan to come out here, I mean, I know it shocked a lot of people just simply because a lot of people that live here, they'll never have an opportunity to see a lot of this talent. And along with Jushin Liger, you know, we're bringing the best of a super juniors tournament to, you know, the Pacific Northwest, which is amazing because anybody that's familiar with the, the super juniors in new Japan realize that they're like the top, like echelon of great wrestlers. They're you real know, Osprey. So. They're just, oh, yeah. that's it. I mean, that's all you, it, it's, uh, and the names you could, we could do it, but the coolest thing for me, and I don't mean to interrupt you again, is that, Man, you, you're a wrestling historian. I've been able to be in Montana where Stampede Wrestling actually started in Great Falls and, and like actually meet Stu Hart when I was a kid. So it's just, it's so fucking unique, man, to be able to have a Shaft and a Brian Cage. Uh, the new Japan you're bringing. It's, uh, what's the drive? I guess you've probably asked, been asked this a million times, but when did you know, like with the new Japan, when did you make that call and when did you decide we're going to do this, we're going to make the commitment and we're going to make it right up here in the Northwest? Well, it, it, it had actually been something we'd been, we, you know, my partner Jim and I, we had been sitting on that information for a couple months, you know, so it's something that we kind of have to like keep our lips sealed about until we get <laughs> all, all the, all the I's dotted and the T's crossed. You know, I met with the New Japan officials. They came out and, um, we had lunch and we did a walkthrough with the building and things like that, you know, over a month ago. And so 
it, it, you know, it's something that we'd been working on for some time. And, um, it, yeah, I'm, I'm just happy they're coming out here, you know, and to be able to work with them, we, you know, along with new Japan pro wrestling, the next night defy wrestling, we're going to host a show in the same building, yeah. um, with new Japan talent appearing on our show. So it's going to be great, you know? Um, and if people are, are not when they listen to this, because it's, it's, there are people that aren't going to be familiar with defy because like you said, it's just, we're, we're choked out out here. Sure. Um, it, Correct me if I'm wrong, but you can subscribe to Defy Now for less than six bucks a month, right? Yes, it's uh, three ninety nine, and you could also check us out like YouTube. There, a lot of our um, episodes are on YouTube as well under Defy Wrestling, and um, you could check us out on Power Slam TV, which is a streaming service that you know is a monthly fee, and you could watch not only Defy but you could watch you know Progress and a ton of other companies. You know, I mean. It's amazing. You could subscribe to one channel and get does <clears throat> excuse me dozens of wrestling com- companies. Absolutely. And is there? I I don't know. You may not. I think if it's if I'm right, um, there's a hashtag Defy Wrestling. I think if you sign up on powerslam.tv or through you, um, I believe you get your first month free. Correct. Yes. Um, I don't know the code off the top of my head. <laughs> but if, <laughs> now we got people on, looking for it. We're going to create. Yeah. It. <laughs> It'll be on our defy on our defy Twitter page, though we we d- promote it all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. So, that, do you want to get into the, the to the cards? Do you want to talk about the cards? Because um, I I want to take a quick break here, real quick. We're gonna we're gonna pay some bills. Not sure. like we get paid, but we're gonna pay some bills. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and come uh, come back and talk about um, the Super Cup. Uh, yeah, definitely. I want to talk about Swerve a little bit. Sure. Um, and what he means to. Defy and the house that he built. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Cool. Cool. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up, TAW Mafia? It's Yeti. I am back with Mr. Matt Farmer at Farmer. No, no. At <laughs> Matt Farmer 93. Yes. On Twitter. I know you're on Twitter. I know you're not a big social media guy. Like you, when people tag you, you're, you're busy, man. You're, you're busy. You're all over the place. And it's cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it, it, it's weird because I'll go through like periods of time where I spend a lot of time on Twitter than other times. Like this week I'm insanely busy getting ready for not only the holiday, but I've got the big MLW show this weekend um, in Chicago. So I'm going to be flying out a little early for that. And um, you know, cause there, there's a big show Saturday uh, the sixth at Cicero stadium in Chicago suburb. And um, we're lo- really looking forward to that event. But so it's kind of like, this week, um, pretty busy. So, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to harass Selena because she was supposed to be with me before you. Oh, really? But she got busy, and I told her no worries. I mean, it's 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 life. You got to reschedule stuff. But I didn't know her. I didn't tell her that you were coming on after. So when you see, you're gonna have to really harass her. I will. I will harass her. She probably wasn't <laughs> really busy. She was probably busy doing her nails or something. <laughs> I waited because I. <laughs> oh man. So, dude, let's get into it. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, jacked for Super Cup 2019. I mean, Defy is bringing, like we said, New Japan here. Yes, um, it's coming to Tacoma on August 22nd. Um, are there still tickets available for this? Yes, uh, August 22nd at the Temple Theater in Tacoma. There, as of right now, I believe there are maybe a handful of standing room only tickets. 
no seats are available, but there is some standing room only tickets. Um, and the, the, the temple theater, the way it is set up, it's, I mean, you got a great view, even if you're standing. So if you're out there and you want to go to the shows, you could still go, um, this Friday, um, defy we're putting our tickets on sale because we're holding an event the next night at the same building at the temple theater august 23rd um and we're going to be featuring some new japan talent we're going to be featuring some of defy defy wrestling's regular wrestlers um and we've even got a few surprises that won't be on the new japan show the night before so it's going to be a really interesting mix. You're going to be able to meet some wrestlers that you wouldn't be able to meet Thursday evening. And like I said, those tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at defywrestling.com. So if you're coming from out of town, you've got two shows you could go to. We've got some special deals on hotels if you want to stay in town, stay in a hotel. If you're traveling from out of the area, it's going to be a great time, a great weekend if you want to come to the Pacific Northwest. Are you have you set a timeline yet? Because I know um, the participants are set for the Super J Cup, but they haven't been announced yet. Correct. Correct. Yes. Okay. And do you I, have. I, can I you talk about that? Is there a timeline yet for that? Um, I don't even honestly. I don't believe they've set everybody up. Um, I don't think everybody knows who's going to be in the tournament yet. You got to keep that stuff there because. Talent talk, man. Yeah, they do. Um, I know some talent that's going to be attending, um, but I don't know everybody that's planning to be there. Awesome. So, as always, you have to follow at Defy NW, correct? Yes, Defy NW. And, um, you know, we'll drop that information. New Japan Pro Wrestling is going to drop that information. Um, I just spoke to one of the t- talent liaisons last night, and, um, you know, they're gearing up some talent that's getting ready to come. I mean, New Japan, they run 170 shows a year, 180 shows a year. Yes. So, you know, they sometimes talent could change if somebody gets hurt or something like that or something happens and they want to switch guys in and out. So they they sometimes will wait a little bit to release all that information. Man, there's so many questions. Like, I never write questions down. I never do. I just pop them off. I'm, I'm sure you're the same way. When you used to do this on that one network at one time. Yes. That <laughs> one. That one network. Uh, we, we're so independent. And we just we can, do, we can do and say whatever we want, so it's nice. That's the way to do it, really. I mean, when I would do historical um, podcasts, I would have, like, cliff notes just to remind myself if I wanted to touch on something specific. Right. But I would usually just, you know, like, my my partner in the historical ones was court bauer and he would just be amazed that he would ask me a question i just rattle it off you know and he's like did you write that down i was like no i just remember it you know (laughs) it's just it's just i think it's a sickness yeah it is um so we've got super cup we've got it established um limited tickets big question that i think i have and this is um actually on the website at defywrestling.com um, and I believe I can ask this question, but I'm going to have you answer it anyway. Um, is this event and are almost all Defy events um, 18 plus or are they all ages events? These both the New Japan event and the Defy Wrestling event the next night are all ages. Perfect. Yeah. And we actually released um, for the Defy event. We actually released some great 
um, ticket prices for families, you know, like if you want to bring your whole family, we have, I mean, we have a lot of fans that want to be able to bring their kids. Our venue in Seattle, we, we don't bring, we, it, that's 21 and over, but some of the, our other shows that we do, we do have all ages shows. So, right. And the, so we've got that and we're talking night one and night two of the mm-hmm. super eight X GP. Correct. Yes. And this, this is year two. Year two. Um, no, we, we're actually into year heading four. towards year, year three now. Three. Okay. Yeah. So that's, I, I wanted to make sure that was clear because JP was like, I can't. And I'm like, you, I don't write anything down. So clarify, this is the third year. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blame that on Ethan Page. Done. Do it. Um, this year, <laughs> what we're doing this year, though, is a little different because in previous years that we've done the 8XGP, we've, that they were like, um, it took month different, you know, like we had them in different events and the, it would take three or four months for the entire tournament to cold, you know, to finish right. tonight. Uh, this coming, um, this month in July, which is July 26th and July 27th in Seattle, the eight X GP will be a two night affair. So it's just going to be quarterfinals one night and then semifinals and finals the next night. For those that aren't familiar with your Super 8X GP, yes, can you explain to them what the tournament is and and what it's all about? Uh, yeah, sure. Super 8X GP is pretty much stands for Super 8X Grand Prix. So it's kind of like got that little pride flavor to it, pride fighting championship flavor yes. to it, where it's a yeah. Grand Prix and it's just a tournament. So what it is in in this case, it's just an eight-man single elimination tournament. And this time, our champion, Artemis Spencer, um, who's our Defy champion, he's actually going to be... He included himself in the tournament, and this year, he's going to be putting up the championship. So if he loses the championship in the first round to Douglas James, who's his first-round opponent, Douglas James will be the champion. So the championship is on the line in the tournament, so... It's very possible we will be crowning a new champion as well. So the title can change hands in any match. Yes, it can. Ah. Yes, so eh, any match that the champion's involved in. Right. Yeah. So when we talk about Artemis Spencer, Mm -hmm. we have to talk about Swerve. Yes. A little bit. Just because it's Swerve's house, I guess, right? Yeah, you know, it's the thing about Swerve, Shane Strickland, you know, <laughs> man, yeah, I, we have to make that we have to. Cl- yes, Shane Strickland, which is now um, uh, under contract WWE NXT. You guys are going to see him in the tournament um, on the WWE Network. And uh, forgive me because I cannot remember the name of the tournament. I, I um, don't either. It's just I, all I, I, all I know is something it's, like that. It's Swerve City's tournament that I just renamed it. Yeah. And it starts tomorrow, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah, it starts. It's going to be a tough night, man. You've got, for for me, I've got wrestling that I watch uh, from beyond. Then yes. it's NXT, then it's NXT UK. It's 205. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have time for anything else anymore but wrestling, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, you, well, the thing is, is that there's a lot of great wrestling. I mean, the NXT product's great. Oh, NXT yeah. UK is great. Beyond's great. 
you know, I mean, there's a lot of great options out there. So, I mean, whenever, whenever somebody asks me, well, what's defy wrestling like? And I, I, what I do is I, I just say, take the production of NXT and the drive of beyond. And that's what it is. And it seems to work. Yeah. You know, I guess that we, we are a little different, you know, we're not the, I, I, people ask me to describe defy all the time and it's really hard to do, but you know, it's a little different than everything else. As far as our production values go, it's amazing. We wanted it to be amazing. Well, thank you. You know, it's something we wanted to present a little different product than other product that's been out there. Um, we didn't want a really like cookie cutter flashy look to it. You know, we wanted something a little more gritty. A little more real, I guess. I don't know. How much, how instrumental, when you talk about Gritty and everything you're talking about, that's describing Shane Strickland. How instrumental was he in building what the culture is in Defy now? Very, very instrumental. I mean, Shane really helped put us on the map. And, you know, I'd like to think that we helped put Shane on the map as well. He was at our first event. He wrestled Cody Rhodes in our very first event ever. And they tore it up. You know, they, they had such a great match and, um, you know, it really helped establish Defy right out of the gate. Then the second, our second show, he had a match with Leo Rush, which was phenomenal. Um, and that turned a lot of heads, right? I mean, right off the bat, our, within our first yeah. two shows, Shane it was, was just boom. Popped. It was boom. He was there. And that's yeah. what got, that's what got me quickly. Yeah. But then flip, I mean, that was the other part of it too. But mm-hmm. I mean, when, when. I guess I'm dreaming and I'm projecting that, man, he'd make a really good third street profit. He would, you know, but I, 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 I'm almost a little biased because I like to see Shane. I think Shane's got the ability and drive and potential oh. to be a single, a top single star. You Can know, you Matt, I, I, and we talked, I just had this conversation for about an hour earlier is I, I riddle and swerve is just, I'm waiting. I'm, it's just like, can yeah. we just make it happen? Like, just please. You know, it, it's funny because the first time we brought Matt Riddle out to the Pacific Northwest in Seattle, we matched him with Shane Strickland. Yep. And they tore the house down. I mean, they, they were phenomenal with each other. You would think that Shane, because Shane's style is a little different. It's a little more, it's a little prettier, maybe a little more ricochet-ish, you know, yes. ricochet inspired. But when he got in there with Matt Riddle, it really brought out the aggression in Shane and Shane gave as good as he got, you know, and it was a, just a great match. It helped really establish Shane as not just a great wrestler, but it gave him like this aura of toughness to him. He's a new generation HBK is what I keep telling everybody. Yeah, he just, he definitely. can bring it. It doesn't matter who it is, where it is, uh, the time it is. He, he's always going to bring it. He just does. No matter what he's doing, he's just that passionate and he brings it. I agree. And you know, the thing about like with Shane is he was our champion for the most part of our first two years. Um, he did lose it to, um, to Austin Aries for a short while, but in that time we put Shane with guys like, um, Matt Seidel. We put him with, I mean, a completely wide range of talent guys from Matt Seidel to MVP. 
it was probably MVP's best match in years. And he even admitted that he was like, man, that match was great. Um, and you would think because of their styles, they wouldn't necessarily match up, but man, they had a great match. Shane Strickland versus Brody King was phenomenal. You know, I mean, that's what I'm, it's just those matches. It doesn't matter who you put up against them. He can adjust to whatever needs to happen. Exactly. Exactly. His, his psychology is so next level. It's not even, I can't, it's, it's just, just fun to watch. And I hope that the NXT universe embraces Swerve city the same way, uh, defy and the defiance have. I agree. I agree. I, and I, I think he'll be, he'll, he'll rise to the occasion for sure because Shane is driven, you know, and defy wouldn't be defy without Shane. Uh, you know, he's that talented, you know, I, I have nothing but good things to say about that guy. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to take a real quick break. Uh, when, sure. I, when we come back, um, I want to talk a little bit about travel. Like we've been talking about. So for anybody that wants to come out there to, to the defy events, um, Matt keeps talking about the packages and, and there are packages like the, you can go out there and you can book stuff sp- specifically on the website where it's at, where to eat. I mean, the lunch box is on there. The lunch box is um, almost always at the Defy shows, correct? Yep. Yeah. So amazing food. Um, I've had it before and the onion rings are like, I, <laughs> I'm just getting hungry right now. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. I'm going to talk about a little bit travel. Um, also training, I kind of want to get into training and I know that's, um, something that I think you're getting a little bit more passionate maybe into, and I'm going to maybe ask you a little bit about that when we come back. Cool. Hey, TIW Mafia, it's the Yeti. Hey, let's get serious for a second here. Let's talk about sex, like good sex. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed, guys. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. Guys, you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Hey guys and gals, my package is on its way. And remember, Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in a pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. Listen, guys, I don't have erectile dysfunction. Even if it's not, even if you don't, this is an enhancement. And listen to this. This is amazing, guys. Listen to this right now. They're made right here in the USA. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. That's right, T-A-W Mafia. Visit BlueChew.com. Remember, that's the color blue. And get your first shipment free. That's right. Free when you use our special promo code IRISH. That's I R I S H, folks, and just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B L U E com promo code IRISH. Try it free, guys. Hey, what's up, TIDM? We're back um, again here with Matt Farmer, Major League Wrestling. Uh, they have a huge show coming up in Chicago uh, this weekend. Um, yes. Selena is supposed to be there. We don't know. We, she might be stuck. Uh, doing nails. Um, she. Making we don't know. We haven't. I don't know if you've heard. I haven't heard from her. You haven't heard from her. We don't know what's going on. No, she's a busy lady, though. I mean, she's making tal- town town acquisitions. She's an executive producer, you know. So she's going to be producing a show coming up this weekend. I, she's a busy lady, so I, I'm just harassing her. Just it's yeah. It's it's taken. I think. The funny thing is, is it took as long for us to hook up as it's taken as long for her and I to finally figure a date out. And it's funny that we 
you both picked this same day. Wow. Yeah. It's it, yeah, same day. But uh, I think she she had two podcasts scheduled. She had a photo shoot. She had some other stuff going on. And all I did was say, you just let me know when you've got time. So, yeah. Yeah. She's. Well, if you haven't heard from her by this weekend, I'll, I'll harass her. No, no. She she's... might hit me, but I'll harass her. <laughs> uh, what is she, let's talk. Can we talk about her for like two minutes, man? Yes. Yeah, we could talk about her. How, what is she like for you and MLW? I know there's, there's a huge difference between Defy and MLW. And I'm trying to say as Defy specifically because I can, because I want to talk MLW with her. But sure. What does she bring? I mean, after she, she still has the passion. She still has the drive after she had the surgeries and blew out her knee. What does she bring to MLW? Um, not just as a, as a, as a female in the business, but as an executive producer of the show. Um, if she's listening to this, I don't want to put her over because her head will grow. (laughs) Um, but she, you know, she brings youth and enthusiasm first off. And, Another quality that she does have, and it's something that's rare in somebody as young as she is in the industry, is she's got a knowledge of the industry. And I'm not talking about like a historical knowledge or a book smart, like a book knowledge of wrestling, somebody that reads a lot of books about wrestling or somebody that spends a lot of time watching wrestling, but she grasps the concepts of wrestling and why you do certain things that you do. She gets that. She really understands that. And it's amazing seeing her work with people that are really experienced in the business because she just absorbs what they're showing her like a sponge. And so that's, that's one of those rare qualities that you don't find very often. Even some of the most talented people in the wrestling industry, a lot of times they don't ever get it. They really don't get the industry. They're just kind of, playing the part you know what i mean right she doesn't just play the part she is the part plus she's also got the physical skills too and i don't mean just in the ring or anything like that i mean physically she's able to command an audience she's able to communicate which is very important in wrestling because if you can't talk in wrestling that's like a huge check mark against you you know, red flag right away. If you can't yeah. communicate in pro wrestling, you can't communicate. You can't effectively communicate anything to anybody. Correct. And, and so she's for her age and her experience level, she's miles ahead of other people. Do you attribute that to? I mean, I do. You, and I want to. We, we're making her head bigger. Do you attribute that to being injured? And this is her way of, I mean, when she walks into a room and I've, I've talked to people, like when she walks into a room, you know, when you feel that, like that leadership person walking into the room, people have literally said they can feel that energy when she walks into the room. I I see that. Yes. That's what, that's called charisma. Yeah. You know, it's charisma and that's what it is. And that's the most important factor to have in wrestling. Nothing else is more important than charisma. You could be the most athletic, you could be the greatest worker, you could, you know, have the best looking physique. It doesn't matter if you don't have charisma, you know, and, and she's got charisma. Um, she could be a jerk, but she's got charisma, so it works for her, you know. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm tired of putting her over right now. Okay, I'm awesome. Let's, yeah, let's, 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 dude, let's talk about the show. Let's talk about when, like, travel. I mean, when yeah. people visit the website, I mean, it, it's very easy for somebody to book a stay out there. Um, oh, yes. And pick where you want to be, what you want to be. And it's not only just the Seattle shows. It's, it's the Portland shows out there as well. They've got links to, to areas there in Portland because you guys put shows on in Portland on a, yes. on a regular basis, too. Um, and I'm going to put over the lunchbox again because the onion rings are awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, this coming July, July 26th and July 27th, uh, we'll be at Washington Hall in Seattle for a two-night extravaganza. And we actually have one of our hotel partners, which is Hotel Max. It's right in downtown Seattle. And we've worked out a deal with them to where the prices of that hotel downtown are going to be just as affordable as like if you get a... Uh, Motel 6 or something 20 miles outside of the city. So if you come in from out of town, you're going to have a hotel room downtown Seattle where there's all this shopping and eating places and touristy things to do during the day. And you're only like a five-minute Uber ride or cab ride or bus ride away from the building. So um, the location that we're at in Seattle is you know pretty much downtown so it's a good location and it's so easy because i've done it so many times and i just can't push the button yet because i've got to figure out like i said other <laughs> stuff but when you get on there and you and you book it the the corporate or promotion code is already in there and mm-hmm. i'm just i'm going to tell people like relative when you just say mo- they work out a deal where it's motel six prices like if you stay at hotel max at a regular regular price you're paying 240 250 a night yeah it, it's an it's an extremely nice hotel it's a, a major city downtown hotel you know so it's it's a great hotel um it's clean it's nice it's not a motel six no so if and, you're, i mean if, if you're coming to a show go to defy make sure you, you go to the travel page you can click on hotel max it puts the code in there it's it's almost too easy to see a show it is and you know you could sell for a few days and enjoy seattle i mean there's a lot of touristy things to do um and you can check out a couple awesome nights of wrestling. I mean, we've got Tama Tonga. You know, I mean, Tama, Tama Tonga doesn't make any dates. No. You know? No. We've got L.A. Park, you know, the chairman from WCW. The guy's awesome, you know. He doesn't work the U.S. very often. We've got the bad boy Joey Janela. Tomorrow's know? his birthday. Bad boy Joey Janela. The bad boy's coming to Seattle. Bad boy is coming to Seattle. He was here last year, you know, he tore the building apart, but he's coming back. He's, um, he's a different guy this year. Like, not yeah. that he wasn't hungry before, but he's a lot hungrier now. He's firing on all cylinders right now. It's amazing. You know, so yes. <clears throat> we've also got War Beast, you know, Jacob Fatu and Joseph Samael. I mean, if you have not seen Fatu live, you are missing the next big thing in wrestling that is not a joke yep um jacob fatu member of the famous samoan dynasty you know his cousins like the usos and roman reigns just uh, i mean all i can say is just take all that together and put it in one person and it's jacob fatu and throw a little bit of that rikishi in there throw a little bit of umaga in there throw a little bit of yokozuna in there he he, he's like (laughs) he he looks like Umaga 
but he moves like uh, maybe like an Uso, maybe a little yeah. quicker oh, than yeah. an Uso. Quicker I mean, than now, I'd say quicker because he's man, yeah. he's he's just he he's an animal, and he doesn't in the gym. He's an animal everywhere mm-hmm. he goes. He's just an animal. Yeah, and I mean the guy's just amazing. He's the, our defy one of our uh, one half of our defy tag team champions right now, <laughs> along with PCW Ultra Tag Team Champion. The guy's just killing it, you know. And he's going to be in MLW this weekend in Chicago. Um, I know he was just out there a few weeks ago for AAW. I mean, he's he's on the cusp right now of blowing up nationally, you know. I mean, just on another level. And you know, if you read the internet webs, like the wrestling internet yep. sites, you know that everybody's interested in him right now. I I don't, but everybody else does. Like yeah. I just I I appreciate professional wrestling. When it comes on television, I don't yeah. need to, I don't need to be read about dirty underwear. No, no, definitely. But you know, he's one of those guys that like everybody knows that everybody wants him. And you know, and the thing is, is when you say that he's humble enough because he is who he is, that he's going to do what's right for him. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, the thing about the Anawais and the Fatus, you know, it's all one family. The Anawais is the yep. original Simone family. Um, they've got a very strong link with the McMahon family dating yes. back to often Sika, you know, and Peter Maivia, you, I, Peter Maivia, sure. He wasn't blood, but they all consider themselves family, you know, and they were close to Vince McMahon senior. They were close to Vince McMahon junior. And it's, it's one of those relationships that if you're in that family, they're going to like be very interested in you. You know, and uh, Fatu's not only is he got the family lineage, but he's got the talent. And when and when you talk about like they put on seminars, I'm getting the training with Ethan HD, mm-hmm. uh, but they they put on seminars and people will travel like 24 or 36 hours in a car just to go to that seminar and pay whatever they need to pay because they know they're going to learn so much information at that point in time that it's that valuable. Definitely. Definitely. Is that kind of where you're, I mean, is that where you're heading? I mean, talk a little bit about, especially for, for anybody that's out there like, man, I, I, I want to be a pro wrestler. Well, mm-hmm. it takes training. There are schools out there that will give you initial training, but your training is specifically seminar specific with Ethan HD, correct? Most of the time. Um, well, e- Ethan has a regular weekly training course that we use, um, if there's guys that are interested in learning how to wrestle, we we trend, tend to send them to Ethan or to the um, Buddy Wayne Academy. We'll send them there too, as far as recommending wrestlers to attend. Right. Um, I'm one of those guys who, knock it or not, I'm kind of old school enough to realize that in order to get into wrestling, you have to have specific. You you need to be fundamentally trained properly. Yes. And there's not a lot of trainers out there that can properly teach those fundamentals. Um, Ethan's one of those guys that will do that. He will run some of our seminars. We also use guest seminars. Um, For example, the weekend of the New Japan shows in August, which is August 22nd and 23rd, we're going to be announcing a special seminar, which will be featuring a a New Japan Pro Wrestling wrestler who will be in doing the seminar. And that's going to be very interesting because we're going to be accepting wrestlers from all around the country that are going to be able to come and train, you know, and 
when they do when when the new japan wrestlers conduct these seminars they keep an eye on them and if they see promise in those guys they will actually bring them into their company and make them a young boy um one of the current young boys clark connors he did that he was one of our, he wrestled with um for defy you know on a regular basis and uh i think he was even at the missoula show if i remember right right, right? yeah I, I'm trying to remember, <laughs> but it, anyways, it was a, it was yeah. almost been a year. It's been a year. It's over a year. Yeah. Over a year. Man. Yeah, still, over a it year. still feels like yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Clark was one of these guys that attended the new Japan seminars and they brought him into the dojo and now he's a full-time wrestler for new Japan pro wrestling. It's just amazing, right? If a kid has a drive and he like, it just, Hard work will always beat talent. You can have the most amazing talent in the world, but you ain't got a hard work or charisma, you're not going to make it. Correct. Yeah, and Clark's one of those guys who just has that drive. You know, he's going to be successful. You know, he's a young boy now, so there's a lot of... He's got a long way to go in the New Japan system, but what a platform to be on, you know? I mean, you're going to be in the ring with some of the best in the world. He's already wrestled guys like Jushin Liger and things like that, you know? So it's like... You know, he's been in the ring with Okada already. So it's like, how do you get better than that, you know? Absolutely. Uh, and that's just opportunity is abound in professional wrestling. And, man, I just want to thank you again, Mr. Matt Farmer from oh, Defy you. Wrestling and Major League Wrestling uh, for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know it's taken us about a year to get together. We'll do it again it's... before then. We'll, we'll, oh, yeah. We'll, oh, yeah. We won't Absolutely. wait another year. <laughs> absolutely so again man on behalf of of joe and jp because they're lazy boston pricks <laughs> um <laughs> i'm the eddie man uh this has been matt farmer at Mar matt farmer 93 on twitter um follow at defy northwest and again man i appreciate your time it's been an amazing hour thank you very much joss